This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Let's do it. Let's not. No more countdowns. None. We're done. We're done with the countdowns. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the show. We are... We're live again. Jeff, you're going to Starbase next Tuesday. Jeff, thank you so much for the super chat. Immediately. Immediately. Thank you so much. I don't know if we have the alert widget going on there. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see if you get a starship. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) I hope we do. Hope you get a couple starship launches. Um, Yeah. Wait, Jeff, have you been there before? I don't know if you get any starch. Oh, there we go. Okay, there you go. You got some. Whew. Thank you for the show. Eject yo. You've ne- oh man, Jeff, you're so pumped right now. This is amazing. This is so cool. I am so happy for you that you're going there. You get five starship launches on the show, by the way. And you've never been to Starbase. How's the mic sounding, by the way? I was having troubles with it earlier, and it was kind of like clipping and being like really weird and really loud and annoying. So if anybody um, anybody hears any weird stuff or if it's crackly or anything, please let me know. Um, because I was, I've been struggling with this thing a whole day, like all day, five by five, Jeff. Cool. Okay. Amazing. Thanks. Eject. Okay. One more, one more landing. Okay. So Jeff, you are, you're in for a treat. And since I would live there for like nine months, there you go. Your last landing. I was there for like nine months. So I sort of have a, have a have a um, insider's perspective of what to expect when you get down there, and there's a few things that I I can give you a little bit of info before you go because if you're going to go down there and you're going to be there for a day or two, um, cool. If you're going to be there for a day, that's cool too, or however long you're going to be there. But I would suggest um, one: charge everything to full capacity. Charge everything you got, every camera, every battery, every phone you have, all your headphones, everything that you got. Charge everything. Passing wind. What's up? What's up, Shard? How you doing? Um, it's good to see you guys again, by the way, and do this live again because I haven't done this in a little bit. I just got so I, I just moved back to New York um a little bit ago to be with my family. And the uh the trip was pretty it was not bad actually. I did like a five-day trip. Five, yeah, five days. Um, and it was just like, it was pretty chill. I just drove like seven or eight hours a day. It was pretty cool. Six or between six and eight hours a day. It was pretty cool. Got to see some cool stuff, but there's nothing, absolutely nothing like Starbase. So, Jeff, get a, uh, get a, I would say get a bunch of water with you because it's hot down there, dude. It is really hot and not just like, heat like oh i'm a little bit you know i'm a, I'm a little bit hot <laughs> no it's like burning like your skin will burn it's so hot down there it's ridiculous um so get a bunch of water get cold water too if you can get a like a thermos or something like that to put like ice water in i would do that i uh, get a cooler if you can make sure you're nice and cool you have a hat like a big hat is really it's a big recommendation from me but like a big hat is always a good thing um, like one of those fishing hats. I got like a fishing hat and um, 
you know, it's like a wide brim hat, really, really important for that. Sunnies, of course, you get your sunglasses. Uh, you want to wear something to cover up your skin, too, even though it's going to be like a million degrees down there. You want something that's going to cover up your skin so you don't get a sunburn and so the sun doesn't like bake you. Um, but make sure it's breathable, of course, so you don't overheat. And um, and this is me. So this is me talking about um, my experiences and my experiences are going to be different than everybody else's because I've had heat injuries in the past, um, heat strokes, you know, exhaustion, things like that in the past from when I was really young up until I don't know, 30 or something like that. So uh, those things, it affects me differently than everybody else. So that's one reason why I wasn't always out in the heat when I was in Texas too, is because like my body can't handle it. That's just the way it is. So everything you can do, a lot of sunscreen, a lot of sunscreen, a lot of uh, just, just bring in snacks and things too, you know, bring in things. If you're going to have your own car, um, you know, make sure to have all your, all your things to like, you know, fix a tire, you know, things like that, because there's literally no resources down there for, um, for anything like literally anything. Everyone's really nice. Everyone's pretty nice down there. If something does happen to you in your vehicle, um, but just know that it's 30 miles in the middle of nowhere. And there's like no resources, no bathrooms. So go before you go, <laughs> like go to the bathroom, go to the restroom before you go, like stop at a gas station right before you hit that road, because you're going to be drinking plenty of water and you're going to be sweating, but you'll also drink plenty of water and you might have to uh, use some, <laughs> use some resources uh, down there that you weren't expecting. You know what I'm saying? So there, there were times, right. When I'm like, I'm like, I got there in the morning and I'm like, okay, I'm going to film for, an hour, you know, or whatever. <laughs> and, uh, there's like, I got down there and like 15 minutes in, I'm like, Oh man. Huh? What am I going to do now? <laughs> I guess I forgot to go pee before I left my house. So it was like, it was like, Oh man, I got to hold it for like an hour. That sucked. <laughs> uh, Mr. True shoe says, hello, all keep up the great work, sir. Thank you so much. I'm buying extra charging packs. I'm staying at rocket ranch. Oh, shard. You're going to be fine. Then if you're going to stay in a rocket ranch, they have everything. Jeff has a big hat. Sweet. Uh, passing wins as a Miami native trick. I can tell you is if you get sunburn, slice a tomato and rub it on your sunburn. Sunburn is alkaline burn and tomato is acid that counteracts it. Really? I didn't know that. I always used aloe on my sunburns. And there's actually, there was a stream, uh, it's kind of funny. So and it's like, not funny, funny, but it's like, it's like, there was a time when I got a sunburn when I was down there and I didn't realize I got a sunburn because I always wore a hat. I always wore a sunscreen, everything, but it was just like baking me that day, apparently. And I was out there way too long, um, apply sunscreen, of course, you know, some time before you get down there. Some people are different. I put it on an hour before then I put it on 15 minutes before too. And then, um, so I got down there and apparently I got a sunburn and I didn't know this. And then I got home and I did a live stream from the apartment in Brownsville. And somebody was like, Ooh, I'm like, Oh, you got a sunburn. <laughs> it's like, Ooh, what's wrong with your face? And I was like, I don't know what, Oh, you know, I was like, Oh yeah, that's not good. So yeah. So just be careful. That's all I'm saying. The sun is it's brutal down there. It's very brutal. It, things that I like the heat, that I experienced there was nothing like anything I've ever experienced before. Uh, maybe, maybe Arizona or Vegas, but it was like, it's humid as well. And I lived in, uh, uh, what's it called? 
um, near Orlando. I, I lived in West Palm, West Palm Beach too, and I think West Palm Beach was a little bit hotter, but it was nothing like it down there. Um, so yeah, just be careful. And I I'm super pumped you're going, Jeff. That's really cool. Um, yeah. I just had prostate cancer surgery, so I've got to be careful for sure. Yeah, really take care of yourself. That's that's the key, man. Like, just just take it easy. Like, don't go crazy. Just go go pretty chill. You know, it, it is exciting though, and everything is way bigger than you expect too. Here we go. We got a we got a launch. We got a new launch. Pika A Clan, thank you so much for the super chat. Never been to Starbase before, so July 26th, 31st will be the first time I made sure to get a rental vehicle. PKA, that's the way to go. Make sure that that rental vehicle that you got is a good one. Uh, make sure, you know, crank the AC. You know, make sure you're you're nice and cool because it is hot down there. Um, yeah, and like I would always keep a case of water in my trunk. That was always my thing. I would always just keep a case of water in my trunk and I'd always offer it to people. You know, I, I would always offer people water when I'm down there and like whatever snacks I had, you know, I, I always had like beef jerky and stuff, which isn't the best kind of snack, you know, salty snacks probably aren't, you know, the best. Well, maybe they, maybe they're okay, but um, yeah, any snacks you can bring with you, bring, bring everything with you, but don't leave anything behind. So make sure, leave it the way that you, like when you got there, make sure that you leave it better than how it how when you got there so it's like um you know it's endangered species area so um just make sure that you take care of the endangered species as well make sure you take care of the birds there's a lot of birds it's it's cool so you're gonna be there looking at rockets i gotta turn off these uh alerts but thank you so much pka clan i appreciate that the super chat and i i really hope you have a good time at starbase because it is it's super fun it's super, super fun. Everything's huge. So um, when I drove back from Texas, so I drove back through, um, I drew back through Austin and Dallas, Fort Worth area. And I'm like driving through the middle of nowhere. And there's like, you know, it's like a, a just like a plain old highway, you know, and it's hot still um, 95 degrees when I left my apartment with, and this is it like, I don't know. It was like 11 o'clock in the morning, 95 degrees, but with the humidity, it was 103 to 104. And I was like, Ooh, hope my car makes it because it's really hot. Um, so I made it all the way back home, but on my way home, I went through Austin and Houston or Dallas, I'm sorry, Dallas, Fort Worth area. And I was looking around and looking at skyscrapers and stuff. And I'm like, this isn't even close to as cool as a Starbase, as Starbase at all. Like I'm, I'm leaving Starbase to go back to New York to be with my family, my dad, and you know my brothers and sister, my brother and sister, stuff like that. And I'm like, my my, um, I was embedded at Starbase for like nine months. And I was like, nothing can beat that. That's the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. And you're going to be like a hundred yards away from everything, so it's big. Like. You'll drive up, you'll see, you'll see high bay as you're going down the road. And it's so cool. Like I get so excited and happy when I, when I talk about it, um, because it's such an experience for everybody that's into space flight, because if you know how cool this is going to be and how transformative this rocket's going to be, and then you see it actually being built like a hundred yards away, it's it'll change your life. Like it changed my life. The first day I went down there, I just like, you know, I had to do it. You know, there were a few people that were streaming at that time and, um, 
I was like, this is an opportunity of a lifetime and I have to take it, you know? So I did it. I did it for like nine months and then I, I got back here, but and I'm excited to be back in New York. Like I really am. I'm excited to be back here and I'm excited for what the future holds. And there can be some cool stuff that'll happen up here. And I have some, I have some ideas that will be uh, coming to fruition within the next few months. So if you're new here, by the way, uh, make sure to subscribe to the channel. I'm trying to try to do a sub sort of like a sub train. If you're not subscribed to the channel, I'm trying to get to a hundred thousand subs and we're really close. We're at like 88,000 something, uh, 88,160 something. And, um, trying to get to a hundred thousand because then I get that cool plaque <laughs> and then I'm like, Oh, cool. That's cool. Um, yeah. So that would be cool. So thanks. If you are subscribing, thank you so much. And if you can like this video too, that would be great because it shows YouTube that actually people are watching this and it will help out the channel tremendously. And we can keep doing these live shows because I, I love to do these live shows. I think they're really fun. Um, bring a sun umbrella. Yeah, sure. That's the way to go. The sun umbrella is the way to go. I think I had a drink here, but apparently not. I had a, no, I had a water bottle over here, but apparently that's empty. Um, so yeah, a sun umbrella is the way to go, especially if you're going to be there for a little while. You know, if you're going to be there for half an hour, you should be all right. You know, as long as you're protected and you have a, a sun hat and stuff and, um, you know, it, it depends on when you're going to, you know, like if you, this show is brought to you by Backblaze. I use Backblaze to back up my podcast, my video files, all of my writing stuff and all my photos. And you get unlimited computer backup for Macs and PCs for just $7 a month. You can back up your own documents, photos, videos, drawings, projects all of your data and access your backed up data from anywhere in the world using the web app. And you can access the files on your mobile too. iOS, Android apps, all covered. And this is the cool part. This is my favorite part. You can restore it by mail. A hard drive will come to your house with all your data shipped to your door. It could come to your business too. And you can restore return refund program. So you can buy a hard drive restore, send the hard drive back within 30 days and get a full refund. So basically they ship you this hard drive and then you ship it back and you don't ever pay for it, which is the perfect program for somebody who has huge files and you don't want to waste days and days downloading terabytes and teraflops of data. And if you're worried about accidentally deleting your files, two bucks extra a month, you can increase your retention history to one year. And I use it for all of my video files. It comes in super handy. So $7 plus $2, $9 a month, and you get everything backed up. Ease of mind for up to a year. And... If you use the URL backblaze.com slash Elon, you get a fully featured 15 day, no credit card required free trial. Check it out. Play with it. Start protecting yourself from potential bad times. Back your stuff up. It's recommended by the New York Times, Inc., Macworld, PC World, LifeWire, Wired, Tom's Guide, 9 to 5 Mac, and more. And it's recently been listed on the NASDAQ Stock Exchange under BLZE, so you know they're legit. Backblaze is committed more than ever to bringing easy and affordable data storage that you can trust. Don't be that person that forgot to back up their important files. We've got your back. Sign up for a free 15-day trial. No credit card required. Go there, sign up, play with it. It's really powerful and it's really easy to use. So go to backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. The Louisiana Swamplands. Out here, you're either lunch or you're enjoying it. Make sure you end up on top with the all-powerful lineup of Kia SUVs, like the Telluride Sportage and Sorento, equipped with available all-wheel drive, higher ground clearance, 
and the interior capacity to bring everything you need. So you'll always remain more than a gator's length ahead. Visit your local Kia dealer today to find your next adventure in our ever-capable lineup of SUVs. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. If you go in the morning, it's not bad. And if you go at night, it's not bad. But if you go like at noon, be careful. Like that's hot. (laughs) I've been there. I've been there plenty of times at like noon or one o'clock or three o'clock or something like that. And it's like, it is just brutal, 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 brutal. I've been on top of mountains, you know, like I'm a top, I hiked up the mountains. I've been in like snowstorms. I've been in like all the heat, everything else, but there's nothing that can compare to Starbase as far as just like desolate brutality goes. I think that's the best way to put it. Desolate brutality is the best way to put Starbase, but it's like, but it's also beautiful. It's like going to Mars. Like everybody wants to go to Mars, but it's going to be brutal and horrible. It's like you, you're not going to want to be there, but also it's like, Hey, I'm on Mars. This is pretty cool. So I, I, I kind of put that into the equation as like, man, this is really neat. But also um, how do we, you know, how do you equate that? How do you, how do you tell that to people that it's just like, a brutal brutal place to be but so everybody else's streams down there and everybody else who does any sort of photography or videography or something there i give them a hundred percent kudos like um they're just they're doing some amazing work and it's just it's brutal down there so just be careful that's all i'm saying um Jeff says, I can't wait. Yeah, I ate US beef jerky while watching Ship 20 venting at 6 a.m. in the morning. Sure, that's the way to go. I've been, yeah, I've had so much beef jerky down there. I've had so much beef jerky. It's amazing. Um, so my favorite were Epic Bars. Have you seen those things? I don't think I have one handy. I have my, my photography backpack around here somewhere and I have Epic Bars, but they're like, they're like meal bars. Like it's like a big beef, like a big fat beef jerky. And they have like bison cranberry. And that's my favorite one. And I would take those down there and I would give them to people. I'm like, Hey, are you guys, you know, you've been here for a while. Are you hungry? Do you need a snack? And I would give them to people. Um, and they were like, this is like a whole meal. So that's what I would bring with me is the Epic bars and, um, Epic beef jerky bars and just like tons of water and some, you know, some sweet stuff too. I'd bring coffee and stuff too. Um, hated that. I won't be there to meet. I know Jeff, that would be sweet, man. That would be awesome. That would be amazing. I would love that. Um, but yeah, I, and that's the thing too. I have so much FOMO because ship 24 just rolled out. We have actually, we have some shots from uh, SpaceX of ship 24 rolling out, which is pretty neat. Um, let me show you those. Here's a ship 24, the ship 24 rollout, which was, uh, just happened a little bit ago, a couple days ago, and it rolled down to the uh, launch site. Like, <coughs> excuse me, the, um, look at that shot though. Like that's an amazing, amazing shot. And these things at the top, I don't think anyone really knows what these are at the top here. What are those things? Does anybody know what these are? because they look like some way to communicate with SpaceX. And I think they're GPS of some sort or some sort of radio, um, you know, um, transmitter. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly what these things are, but that's been kind of the thing uh, recently is what are these things? What are these mysterious objects on uh, ship 24? Uh, But you can see, you know, as you can see uh, from the air, 
that's the only road you have, right? And it's like a small, tiny road as you're going down there. It's like a mile and a half from the build site to the launch site. And then they got ship 24. Um, got ship 24 down to the launch site now. So it's a pretty, it's pretty interesting to see how fast they did this. And the reason, I think the reason why they did this um, is because they know something about the FAA. They know something's going on in the good way. Um, lawsuit, who wants to sue who? Black Eagle Gaming. We'll talk, we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, Will, your mic is very silent. Can you turn up the volume just a bit? I turned it up a little bit. Um, but yeah, if I'm, if I'm too low, yeah, try to turn me up on your own if you can. Uh, Elon said in Tim's interview, they are either sensors or communication. I know that's what I saw that too. And I was like, um, but I didn't know what kind of sensors they are. You know, I, did he say it exactly what they were? Because I, I may have to go back and watch that because I, I remember him saying that, but I don't remember what they were for. If he mentioned what they were for, I feel like 24 could, would fail orbital test, but I think it would get to orbit, but re-entry. I don't know. Hey, Michael Maxey, what's up? Welcome back. Um, let's see. Five by five passing. Nice. My laptop is at max volume and you are still pretty silent. Huh? Weird. Weird. Well, um, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you because um, if everybody else is hearing me fine and you're not, it might be a you thing. <laughs> not, not to be that guy. I'm not going to be that guy, but it might be a you thing. Um, so ship 24 was moved down to the pad, right? It's been down the launching pad, the launching pad, down to the launching pad, down to the launch site at the launch pad. And um, the, I think it's been nine months. Right. So it's been nine months since they moved any ship down there, since any ship's been down there for testing. And why did they do this now? There's a there's there's one thing that I can think of is that they know what's going on with the FAA. They know that something good is happening with the FAA. And there's a possibility that a, a really big possibility that the FAA is going to pass the uh, environmental uh, study down there and that SpaceX will be able to launch with some concessions. We're not sure what those concessions are, but we'll find that out sometime tomorrow. And I hope the, um, the, uh, I hope we find out tomorrow kind of soon so we can kind of move forward with this because if SpaceX is going to start testing ship 24, it has like a little slot, like a little, um, a Pez dispenser slot in it for, uh, Starlink satellites. So we know what the cargo is going to be on this thing when they do the orbital flight test. They're going to launch ship 24 with uh, with the Pez dispenser on it, you know, and some Starlink satellites will pop out when they get to orbit. And if they can prove that this is a thing and this actually works, this is going to be a game changer for Starlink because now they have a reason to launch these things all the time. You know, they can do tests and all these tests could have Starlinks in them. And they when they were talking about this on Tim's video, the, um, the, it didn't look that big, you know, like the cargo bay didn't look that big, but also perspective is a huge thing with this thing too, because, um, this cargo bay is huge in comparison. It's like the size of a car, you know, like it's like the size of a big, like a bus, you know, it, I think it's huge. It's 30 feet around, the, the whole ship is 30 feet around, nine meters around. That's gigantic. So this door, even though it looks kind of like when I saw it, I was like, that looks like it could barely fit out of there. But it, it's, a, it's like a Pez dispenser. It'll shoot them out. You know, it'll pop them out. 
when they get to orbit. So the um, the fact that it's going down there, I think that's one indication that we can see that SpaceX is ready for the FAA to say, all right, let's go, let's do this. And the FAA is ready to tell SpaceX, hey, we're ready for you. Some concessions, of course, but you know, some endangered species you have to worry about. You have to tell us about some things that are happening. You have to make sure that you monitor some of these birds that are endangered down there, the sea turtles, things like that. But there are some, there's sort of like a, there's sort of like a underlying tension locally in that area. Save RGV. There's a couple other environmental groups down there that are kind of pushing back about uh, around all of this stuff. Right. Um, so they're pushing back on SpaceX. They're pushing back on the FAA. Um, there's some religious groups down there too. Some local religious groups that are, that pray at the, uh, that actually pray at the Rio Grande river, Rio Grande river. And when they close off the beach, these local people can't do the religion stuff down there. Um, so that's a thing that SpaceX has to be wary of, is that if you're stopping people from going to the beach, if you're stopping beach access for people that are doing it for religious reasons, um, that could be a huge problem in the future. And there, that might be one of the concessions that SpaceX makes in the future. And uh, local, local religious groups, um, native groups have said that they go to the Rio Grande, like they go through down this highway that we're looking at right now, where SpaceX Starship is, they go down this road, they go to the beach, the beach access, uh, Boca Chica Beach, they swing a right, and then they go to the Rio Grande, and they pray for rain at the river. So when it's a drought, something like that, these people go down there and they need to, they need to have access to this area. And if they don't have access to that area, SpaceX um, could be in a little bit of trouble and they could have a lawsuit against them um, if they don't um, help these people out, if they don't open up the beach to them. So that's a possibility, right? Um, Malta says, uh, volume is better now, Will. Thank you. It's so weird. Some videos are super loud. Others are almost inaudible. Another day, no FAA delay shard. Yeah, I know. And that's the other thing, too. Like, they would have announced it by now, I think, if because everything's checked off. Let's take a look at where we're at right now with the FAA, too. Um, everything is in progress still. Everything's still in progress. But all these are checked off. One, two, three. Four things are checked off, but in progress is the is the main thing, is everything still. So they have one more day. Uh, they'll probably announce it at about noon tomorrow because that's the way that the government works. Uh, usually it's about noonish uh, when they do these things. So expect about this time tomorrow um, with a, a push for the FAA. And maybe we'll do a countdown or something on the show. Maybe we'll do a countdown timer and uh, make sure that the FAA, you know, when when the announcement happens, like we'll be right there with them, so we can get you guys the information as soon as possible. But it looks like right here, the FAA is like, "Let's go, <laughs> let's go," you know, "Let's do this." But is it possible, you know, that SpaceX gets pushed back another month? I don't think so. I think they're good because Ship Twenty Four is down there. I think that's the major. You've always had what it takes to make it happen. And we know the right tools can make it easier. At Strayer University, we're always thinking about new ways to set you up for success. That's why we give you a brand new laptop when you enroll in a bachelor's program. So you can start off on the right foot. 
keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Eligibility rules, restrictions, and exclusions apply. Connect with us for details. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by Chef. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All because of a fancy bike? It's not just a bike. Peloton makes treadmills, too. Eh, all treadmills are the same. Our treadmills can adjust speed and incline automatically, so you never break your stride. Whether you're squeezing in a power walk or training for a marathon, Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try the Peloton Tread risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Um, indicator that they're going to be doing this. Um Sierra Club is suing Cameron County over the closing of Boca Chica Beach so much that may include SpaceX Starbase as a co-defendant. Yeah, that yeah, totally. All these, all these uh environmental groups there, the Save RGV, et cetera, they're they're like constantly in legal battles with SpaceX or well, Cameron County, I should say, and Texas, because all Texas beaches are public, right? And you should have um you should have the right to access those beaches at any time, right? No private beaches. If it's a public beach, you should have access at all times. But we have road closures via SpaceX, um, one for tomorrow, possibly between 10 and 10, 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. So that being said, road closures for all day and all night, that stops people's Texas constitutional right from going to the beach. Right. So that it's public land. You should have access to that beach no matter what. That's why people are constantly in lawsuits, uh, constantly battling Cameron County in the state of Texas. And they're, su- you know, they, they're suing them numerous times uh, and they're in legal battles with them because they don't have access to this beach. And the, like I was saying before, there's some uh, there's some religious groups down there and there's some some um, native groups that are just like. Look, man, this is this. We were here before you were. What are you doing? Like, why are you? Why is he closing off our religious rights? So, it's a it's a tough one for SpaceX too because they're like, man, we just want to build a rocket to go to Mars. You know, like we know this is important. Um, yeah. So that's the that's one of the things. And I found this. Check this out. I found this article on space uh, space dot com too. Sierra Club and others have filed suit against Texas officials over Boca Chica closures during Starship uh, SpaceX. Starship activities. A judge is expecting to hear a lawsuit June 1st. Check this out. This is insane. Like the day after the FAA goes, cool, you can launch. A judge is expected to hear a lawsuit June 1st concerned access restrictions to the South Texas beach amid SpaceX activities for the Starship program. Um, so that's what I was talking about before. Um, I don't want to butcher this name. Comercrudo. Com- Tribe of Texas and nonprofit Save RGV and the Sierra Club have joined together in a lawsuit against the Texas General Land Office, Texas Land Commissioner George P. Bush, and Cameron County in Texas for closing Boca Chica Beach periodically for SpaceX operations um, and Starship tests. So, um, restricting access to beach to the public beach as the defendants have done violates the Texas Constitution, and that's what we have right there. Disputed Boca Chica Beach is just down the road. So, in um, Kind of, I got to show you. So this is a, this kind of a picture. Uh, let me see if SpaceX has one that's closer to where the beach. Act. It's kind of you can kind of see it from this picture. This is from their Twitter account, from SpaceX's Twitter account. So that's the launch site in the top right, and about maybe quarter mile, 
you can park in the side of the road right there. So you can park in the side of the road on the right side of the road or the left side of the road. And you can go to the beach. You can literally just like if you were at the build site or at the launch site here, you could literally just walk down to the beach. People do it all the time. I would do it. I would do it with a backpack of camera gear on so I could get the shots from the dunes. So I had like this big, I can't, it's over there and it's like full of camera gear. I would get it. Um, but they have, um, you know, they have the access to the beach and like, you can literally just walk down there and you can go to the beach or, um, you know, if they close it down, you have no access for miles of this thing. So from about, uh, up the road, about, I don't know, to the right, probably like a mile, maybe, maybe less, uh, depending on where they close the road down. But some days it's closer. Some days it's further away, depending on what they're doing. Um, so the, um, so you have no access to the road to even get to the beach, right? So if they're moving something down the road or if they're doing testing, it could be a 12 hour day and things like this, this, uh, space.com article, Sierra club in 2013, according to the Sierra club, um, statement, the Texas legislator amended the Texas open beaches act to allow space flight operations to close beach access. Then in 2018, the club added SpaceX built a rocket facility, 1500 feet, 460 meters from the beaches water edge um so 2013 statute change conflicts with the state constitution which texas voters amended in 2009 by 77 percent majority to guarantee the right to free and open access to public beaches so that's what they're talking about right here it's the public access to the beach and it's a lawsuit that's happening june 1st the day after the faa is going to approve hopefully the uh the spacex launch facility at starbase so it's it's crazy that this is all happening and they're pushing back so hard against SpaceX here, which I understand, you know, they have the right to do this. This is America, which, you know, in some cases you're like, mm, it's America. So like you have all the freedoms you want, but also you also have the freedom if your freedoms are taken away to try to get them back, you know, to try to get them back, to go to, a, you know, go to a lawyer uh, and then go to court and then sue whoever is doing you wrong and get your freedoms back if you if they were taken away from you so i understand where they're coming from um and i understand because i've been down there that it is a very uh very pristine place you know if spacex wasn't there it would be beautiful nothing there you 20 miles down the road to you know the most peaceful beach you've ever been to and people were like ragging on the beach on reddit and they're saying like all sorts of horrible things about the beach and i'm like man the beach is actually kind of nice because there's nobody there there's never anybody there um shard baby says the launch site is only 460 meters from the shore yeah it's close it's super close you can just walk right down there and it's not a it's not a far walk like you're not going to get winded <laughs> like it's not that far um You'd be surprised how many people don't really care about the launch pad and just want to be a peaceful have a peaceful retirement roger m i agree with you they, I agree with you that I was in, so when I was living in Brownsville, I had to get a hotspot so I could stream from Starbase. And I went to AT&T, to the AT&T store. Um, the person that was working there, she asked me what I was going to be using it for because they kind of had the gauge, you know, uh, is it, is this the right device for me, et cetera. So I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to be streaming at Starbase, at, at SpaceX. And she said, Oh, what's that? And I said, what are you effing kidding me? 
there's no way you don't know what SpaceX is. I like my face must have been like. Really? Just do you don't know what SpaceX is? Come on. Do you really not know what SpaceX is? What are you doing? <laughs> but she was really sweet. Like she was super sweet. <laughs> so I told her, I was like, yeah, it's a rocket facility at the end of Highway 4, Boca Chica Beach. I need a stream there. And then she was like, oh, okay. I don't know even know if we have connection down there. And I was like, I think you do. I think AT&T is the one that has like the best connection down there. So she like, she hooked me up, but she had no idea. And I said, I was like, well, you should take your, you know, she told me she has kids and stuff and they would be, it would be cool to see a rocket. And I was like, yeah, you should take your kids down there. It'd be cool. So about a month later, I was having problems with my, with my device and I brought it back in f- to fix it. And she, uh, she was there again. And she said, uh, I went down to SpaceX and it was so cool. And I was like, really, do you live? I was like, do you live in Brownsville? I asked her this the first time and she said, yeah. And I was like, you don't know. And it's literally like 20 minutes away. I was like, how do you not know that's there? But some people are oblivious. They don't even care. It's amazing. But some people, you know, there's a lot of people I used to live next to like four or five SpaceX employees at my old apartment. And they were super cool people. Uh, they never told me any secrets, but they would give me little uh, like wink, wink, nudge, nudge things. And I'd hang out with them. And I went to a barbecue with a couple of them. One time we had like a, a barbecue pit at the, um, at the apartment complex and they were super cool people. So I was, I was pretty pumped. They were cool, cool dudes, you know, like really nice people, really good families. Uh, just super nice. Um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a very interesting place down there. Um, uh, you probably already said, but have they announced if the environmental assessment passed? Not yet. Nothing yet. It's supposed to happen tomorrow. Um, so we'll, we'll see within the next 24 hours if this is going to happen. I think it's going to, because why would they put ship 24 down there if they had no intentions of launching it? And if they didn't kind of know what's going on with the FAA. So they, you know, people talk to people. SpaceX has people that talk to the FAA because they've been working with the FAA forever. You know, they've been working with the FAA forever. So they have ties there. They have some people that they can probably talk to. And uh, they're probably like, eh. We can't tell you anything, but it's looking okay. Blink twice if yes. You know, like one of those things, like, <laughs> you know, one of those kind of things. Like, oh, yeah, we know. So I think what happened is they got wind of, uh, of uh, you know, what's going on with the FAA. So they moved Ship 24 down there, started testing on it. Some heat tiles fell off. It happens. It happened to Ship 20. You know, it happened to all the other ships too. Like heat tiles fell off a bunch of them, so they're still working on that. And if the if the heat tiles don't make it through the reentry, um, I think that's okay because even Elon said, like, man, is this going to be a thing? You know, like, is this going to be a thing right away? Like, are we going to get this right? No, he said, no, not even like we're expecting the worst, but hoping for the best. So, you know, hopefully they get this. Um, Hopefully they get that all figured out because I would love to see them land off the shore of Kauai with like a fully intact starship instead of it burning up, you know, instead of the plasma just like ripping that stainless steel apart. I mean, I think it'd be great to see it land uh, off Kauai in that um, in the uh, the naval grounds there. I think that'd be really cool to see. Um, two years ago today, since demo two launch PKA was I there. No, I w- wait, I was at uh crew two, not demo two. 
and there's a couple so i'm everything so let me let me kind of kind of uh, add on to that everything that everybody does for this channel if you like this video if you're new here Thank you so much for coming. And also, if you could subscribe, that would be really great. It would help out the channel tremendously. We're trying to get to 100,000 subscribers. We're at 88,160-ish, something like that. So we're really close. And I've been doing it for three and a half years. So I'm going to continue doing it, um, continue doing the channel. But um, if we could get to 100,000 subs, that'd be amazing. And if we could get to, I don't know, we're at 74 likes right now. Could we get to 80? That would be pretty cool too. And then we can kind of boost up the signal of SpaceX and the FAA stuff and all this, um, all these lawsuits and stuff. That'd be really cool. Um, is Boca Chica Wildlife Refuge federal? If so, it can be closed just like uh, Canaveral National Seashore does for NASA all the time with no problem. Um, well, that's the problem because it's, it's Texas. And Texas has, and I'm not, I'm not a legal expert. So Texas has in their constitution that all the beaches are supposed to be available at all times to people. Um, so I don't, I don't know the answer to that. I should, that would make sense. Um, I don't know if it's federal or not, if it's a federal wildlife refuge, I should look that up though. That's a really good question. Um, in reality, SpaceX tried the harder way, build first and try to get the permit second. If there wasn't issues with Boca Chica, there would be issues with Mexico. There would, you know, and um, with Kennedy Space Center too, they, um, Roger, I'm thank you for that chat. That was really cool. Um, but with Kennedy Space Center, they already have, um, you know, they, they have the ability via the, uh, the FAA to launch there. You know, not the FAA launch license, but the environmental license. Wow, Chart, thank you so much. Thanks for the updates, Will. You are my favorite source of SpaceX info. Thank you, Chart. That's amazing. That's really cool. Thank you so much for the $5 super chat. So what I was saying also, like the likes, the subscribes, the, the comments, the chats, everything helps out YouTube. But everything that I get from this channel, I put back into it. So like, I don't make any money from this channel. Like I'm, I'm not making any money. Like I'm literally losing money by doing this channel. Like I could be doing something right now that's like making me money, but I lose money from the channel, but I love to do it. So anything that goes into the channel from you guys, I put right back in. And then I, I put that towards uh, either future rocket launches where I'll go and cover something at Kennedy Space Center, or, you know, when Starship finally launches someday, who knows when, and it could be a long time from now, but, um, you know, the, the SpaceX launch program, it's kind of up in the air at this point. We don't know when, but they launch all the time down at the Cape. They launch all the time at uh, 39A. So SLS is coming out too. That's going to be cool. Like SLS is pretty cool, but I put everything back into the show. So Everybody who's super chatted, everybody who's super stickered, everybody who's liked the video, all the chats, everything. We're almost at 100 likes. What the heck just happened? 94 likes, six more, and we got 100. So all that goes right back into the show, uh, right back into the show. And then some, my paycheck, my regular paycheck, I, I put back into the show to gas money to go down to Starbase, you know, all that stuff when I was down there. All of it goes right back into the show. So thank you, everybody who's just being here you know like you're amazing we have 101 likes thank you so much so wow that's really cool um so there was a there's a few other things that happened so there's other lawsuits that have happened along the way too um you know there's 
uh, let me show you this article from um, inside Climate News too. This is a this is from an old one. This is a little bit older, uh, a couple days ago, about a week ago. But I want to show you this because it's telling. There we go. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Elon. Musk, I say his name wrong all the time. Musk's private space company has evolved into a sprawling industrial complex, but concerns are increasing about beach closures, noise, and potential harm to threatened species. One day last month, uh, Juan Mancias, the chief of the uh, Carrizo, I'm going to butcher it, uh, Comacrudo tribe of Texas and two companies headed to Boca Chica Village, Bayside Community in Cameron County, at the southernmost tip of the Lone Star State. It is far out in the middle of nowhere, uh, close to the Mexico border. It's like a mile away at the Mexico border. It's really freaking close. Boca Chica means little mouth in Spanish and where the, the freshwater of the Rio Grande trickle into the Gulf of Mexico. And then they say... Lower Rio Grande Valley uh, Wildlife Ref National Wildlife Refuge National Wildlife Refuge. The river is a sacred place for praying. That's when we start calling for the rains, um, and we go to the river because that's where the rains come from. So people are they pray, you know they they have the religious freedom to do that in the United States. They told us the SpaceX was testing a rocket engine and access to the beach was restricted for safety reasons. I asked them to let us go to the beach. He said, and even quoted the American Indian Religious Freedom Act to get access because it was a sacred day for us. The officers, however, still wouldn't let them through. I've been there. They've kicked me out when I was filming uh, SpaceX and they were doing tests. They were going to do tests and they're like, okay, you got to leave. They didn't really kick you out. They just say like, hey, man, you got to leave. And then you're like, okay, cool. See ya. And then, um, you know, the, the, um, the fact that you know these people were like hey we have a religious right to come down here because this is where we pray this is our spot it's like going to like say if you go to a church you know like sure you can pray anywhere like you could just pray in your bedroom you can pray like in your kitchen you can pray as you're walking down the street chewing bubble gum smoke a cigarette whatever you want to do but there's a certain place where people want to do the religious stuff right myself i'm not religious i know i know how it works um but I'm not religious myself, but if people want to go to a certain place, it's going to a Mecca, going to a certain object or a certain place to pray, they should be able to do that according to uh, the Constitution of the United States, according to um, the Texas Constitution, etc. So these people were mad, uh, tired of blocked access to the only public beach in the area. The tribe, along with two local environmental groups, have filed suit against the county. The Texas General Land Office and its commissioner, George P. Bush, over the road closures during SpaceX operations, restricting access to a public beach violates the Texas Constitution. The coalition of plaintiffs said in announcing the legal action. So if you go to here, Sierra Club, this is the whole thing. They're suing everyone. I don't want to donate, but hope some people do. That's cool. Um, so it shows that they are suing them. The constant closure highway four and Boca Chica beach are unconstitutional and have the effect of robbing local residents of a sacred space when they need it to commune, to reflect, to breathe and have a good time. Everything happens there. Boca Chica beach was like no other. It was a wild place where we generations of families spent our quality time. So I'm going to, I'm going to stop this right here with this quote It's a wild place. It was a wild place where we generations of families spent our quality time, right? So let's go to the Reddit thread that I found this sort of this whole thing on. Um, 
I guess, so this is the first comment right here. It's hard to see because it's kind of smushed. Uh, I guess a narrow strip of sand that vacationers regularly wreck with off-road vehicles constitutes as beach now, uh, said the first comment. Dude, it's a beach. People do drive on the beach. It's not a narrow strip of land. Okay. It's a beach. It's miles long. It's not just like a little tiny piece of beach, right? It's not just like a little bit of sand next to the, to the, uh, to the Gulf, but it's a big place. It's long either way. There's miles of beach there. It's not like, it's not a small strip, a narrow strip of sand. The vacationers regularly wreck with off-road vehicles. That's true too. They drive their off-road vehicles down there. That's totally, it's okay too. You can do that in Texas. So, okay. You do that. Um, also, Save RGV, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Do you want to protect sensitive uh, intertidal ecosystem, which would constitute banning the most destructive forces of all, people trampling about with their off-road vehicles? I've seen trucks get stuck. I've seen it. I've seen it happen. Um, you know, I've seen, I've seen uh, quads get stuck, side-by-sides get stuck. I've seen people just like gun it through the, like through the beach, gun it through the sand and just like sand kicks up everywhere. And you're like, what are you doing, dude? I, uh, some guy, um, I was filming near the dunes and some like, uh, like a younger, two younger guys, um, in a truck drove past me. And then, so there's, there's access straight away, which is pretty hard, I guess. I've never driven my car out there. Cause I was like, I'm not going to get stuck. I'm not going to be that guy. So these guys drove out and there's like a little, there's a turnoff on the left where you can just kind of like gun it through the sand. And if you make it through cool, but if not, you're stuck. So these guys got stuck, stuck, like they're not getting out. And they looked like I was right behind them and they looked at me and they're like, Hey, can you help us? And I got a freaking, I got like a super sedan. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I could help you, but I like how, you know, like, what am I going to do? So like my sedan can't pull you out. Like I can't pull you out. So I was nice. And I went up to the, to the gate guard at SpaceX and I was like, Hey, these guys are stuck in the sand. What should they do? Can we, you know, can, you know, is there anybody around that can pull them out? And the guy, the gate guard was like, we can't do it, you know, for legal reasons or liability reasons or whatever. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. I get it. But, um, eventually uh, somebody came down with another truck and pulled him out, but people do kick up sand all the time in the dunes. People walk all over them all the time. Like there's, there's tracks. You can see like little paths that people have built um, just from their feet, you know, just walking like any place else, you know, you just walk along the sand and it just pushes things down, pushes things out of the way. People walk over the dunes. People built like a little chair there, like a little bench with like a little, just like a little, uh, a wooden sign. I've taken pictures of it and it's like a, a sign for SpaceX, you know, it's like in, in, um, support of SpaceX, but, um, like people are pretty destructive down there. They, they, they're good, you know, as good as people can be, but it is a wild place. And it's kind of like, you can do anything you want down there. No, one's going to know, you know, like no one's, no one goes down there to check on you. So that's the cops like patrol every once in a while. But it's not like they stay on the beach and there's no like beach, um, like a parking lot where you have to pay parking or anything like that. There's not like on South Padre Island, where if you go to the amphitheater and those beaches, you have to pay a $12 fee to get in and it might go up or down, but you have to pay some money to get in. And therefore you have access to this beach and it's pretty good, you know, in the, that money 
Uh, it's a state park. So they take that money and they make sure that everything's cleaned up and they hire people. But Boca Chica Beach, not even close. <laughs> it's a wild, wild place. So, um, so you know, vacationers regularly wreck with off-road vehicles constitute as beach now. But it isn't, it is, it's not, it's not huge. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and it's not. I would say compared to other beaches, it would be narrow, but it's all, it's all relevant, you know? So is a narrow strip. It's a long, might be a long, narrow strip, but yeah, it's a pretty long beach. Um, nothing like Florida beaches, but it's, you know, it's pretty big. Um, and they do wreck it with off-road vehicles, but it is a beach. You know, I think it's kind of harsh to say it's as, does it constitute as a beach now? Yeah, it's a beach. I mean, it's on the Gulf of Mexico. It's full of sand. <laughs> it's a beach. So. Uh, they have they have a good point though. Um, with this guaranteed bank beach access, which let's be completely honest here, simply means resumption of said destructive forces. So basically, you have to say like, do you have unfettered access to this beach, or like, is there are there going to be people here um, that'll stop you from going down there? So um, yeah, so you can clean it up, you can do whatever you want, but people still need access to that thing. So, you know, it's a Texas constitution. People, people are upset about it. And I understand why, you know, it's their, it's a religious right to, to, um, you know, do their, do their religious stuff there. So Sierra club, we grew roots in the dunes and waters of Boca Chica family traditions have had, have been maintained for decades until SpaceX. So they have a, they have a connection to this area, you know, um, until SpaceX now beach access is a gamble due to the SpaceX calendar taking top priority with governing bodies. Well, SpaceX brings in millions and millions of dollars and people and like as as bad as bad as it is, you know, people that are just going down there to have a good time or like have a have an experience. They aren't bringing in millions and millions of dollars per month. You know, they're not paying hundreds or thousands of people to work there. So I can understand why the local commissioners and stuff say yeah spacex you can do what you want you know like we'll we'll support you spacex it's cool so i can understand why they would do that a hundred percent because um you know it's business as usual because it's gov government's business basically so how are they going to make money they're going to make money from spacex how are they uh, like they don't make any money from people just driving down to the beach they don't make any money at all so having access to that beach totally cool but Ugh, it's a tough one, man. It, this is a tough one. Um, but I mean, it's a gamble, they say, but there's also this. You know, you just look this up on the website. I've been I've actually known people that have gone to to SpaceX. Like this is the the road closures, if you will, uh, for the Starbase site. And I've known people that have gone to Starbase, not known about the road closures that day, didn't know that there was any sort of testing. And they they're just like, wait, why can't I go down to the beach? And I met with people like at at the freaking facility, and they're like, why can't I go to the beach? And I'm like, oh, they're testing this giant rocket down there, and if something happens, could be bad news for everybody around. So, not a good idea to go down there anyway. And they're like, well, I just want to go party. And I'm like, well, you can't. Sorry. So <laughs> I'm like, well, sorry, man, you can't really party right now. Uh, you are with everybody else here where we're just like hanging out by the production site waiting for something to happen because you can't really go past that at some point. So, but people were upset, you know, 
rightfully so, because they don't know anything about SpaceX. They don't know what's going on. And I told them like, oh yeah, go to cameroncountytx.gov and look up SpaceX. And then you can see the road closures and they're like road closures. So even people that live there don't understand how what's going on. So maybe it's uh, more of a uh, communications issue as well. So we'll we'll see what happens in the future though but if Sierra Club sues them and they you know they stop all access or they they stop closing the beach uh or they stop closing the road for testing SpaceX may have to pause everything for a while even if they do get the FAA approval tomorrow so we'll see man Michael Maxey says um the group neglected to notify the county that wanted to perform a religious right on Boca Chica Beach a public demonstration requires a permit um that's true too, but if it's if it's just them, if it's not a demonstration, if it's just them going to a sacred place, um, does that constitute a um, you know, is it like a ritual, you know, a public demonstration? Is it that, or if they just go down there and they want to pray, you know, that and that might be different, you know. I don't I don't know what the laws are there in Texas uh, for religious sort of uh, demonstrations, if it would be. But is it a demonstration or is it a is it a religious ritual? You know, so you know, the, I think that's a toss up. Um, Jim Jam says, "Question: There must be alternative to heat house for SpaceX Starship because it doesn't work effectively. There must be something else, right?" Um, well, I th I think they're doing the best they can with what they have, and the heat tiles seem to be they seem to be good, but. Keeping them on the starship seems to be the problem at this point, and I'm not sure how they would fix that. I wish I, I wish I was an engineering uh, whiz, and I could just be like, "Hey, Elon, guess what?" Call him up and be like, "Hey, hey, buddy, guess what?" Hey, hey, Elon, guess what, buddy? You know, just hey, I can I fixed your heat tiles for you. What about this? <laughs> Give me like a million bucks. You know, that would be cool. But um, yeah, I think it. Um, yeah, I think the. Um, I, I don't know what they're going to do. I hope they work, though. I hope the heat towels do work. Super Chat Podcast. Hello. What's up? Super Chat Podcast. That's pretty, like, that's a pretty uh, meta name. Super Chat Podcast. And is that like a YouTube only super or YouTube only podcast? Cause that's pretty cool. Uh, Shark baby says rocket ranch helped clean the beach recently. You know, rocket ranch is amazing, man. Rocket ranch is a great place. I never even got to go there when I was there. I never took the opportunity because I was always like, um, I was working all the time. Like I never really took a break. Like I would, I would go to SpaceX in the morning, shoot video, come back, edit it, do a live show, all this stuff. But I never had the opportunity, which I should have done to go to, um, to go there, but I never did, which unfortunately, um, you know, that's kind of a, that's kind of a, a miss on my part. I should have went Ron trader. What's up. Um, uh, do you think S 24 will fly blind boy 64? Um, I hope so. I, I don't know. Uh, that's the other thing too. They moved the header tank. Um, or they have a, a different header tank in there. They have um, a few other things, a, a reinforced body, and they have a few other things that they did to it. So it looks like that's what they're going for. But I saw in Tim Dodd's interview, you can kind of see Elon contemplating something when Tim mentioned something about like, is this going to be the one to fly? And Elon's kind of like, mm, you know, I don't know. Like he kind of, he doesn't really answer the question. He doesn't really dodge it, but I think he may have had something else going on too, you know? 
in his head because that that's kind of the the time when he was um he started t- thinking about like the fins and stuff in the nose and things like that so i think it might have been just like he something triggered in his head he's like oh i got an idea but maybe he was just like i don't really want to answer that question because we don't really know you know he wants it to to fly ship 24 would be great to fly but maybe he's not 100% confident in it but it looks like they're you know they're ramping up everything to fly ship 24 which would be really great i think that'd be really cool uh what do you think static fires will begin okay 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 <laughs> Dude, I like, I like that name. Okay, okay, okay. Um, what do you think static fires will begin? It's going to be a while. I don't think they're going to do static fires for... I mean, I'm guessing three weeks to a month for static fires. I think three three weeks to a month. Just because I know, you know, like the the schedules, the testing schedules take a while. You know, I think even though I would love for them to do it as soon as possible because I'm selfish and I want them to, I know they have to do cryo testing. They have to make sure all the plumbing works from the tank farm to the ship. They have to make sure that the ship fits everything properly. They have to make sure that the Raptors are on there, right? They have to do testing with the Raptors before they fire them. Those things could take weeks. So it could be three weeks to a month before we even get a static fire you know, of, of ship and then booster as well. Uh, it's going to take a while for, because booster is going to be absolutely insane, huge amount of engines on booster. So the, uh, the fact that, that they have that many engines, just it's mind boggling. Like how did they, who thought that (laughs) it just seems ridiculous. Like it seems like a comically large amount of, of engines on this thing. Like it doesn't, it seems like everyone's like, Hmm, we could, you know, we could, they're looking at their diagrams and they're looking at all their schematics. They're like, we could probably do 24. That seems cool. Yeah. We could probably get away with it. And then someone's like, what about 33? Then someone else was like, why not? You know, <laughs> you know, so, um, but even static firing that that's going to take months, you know, and I, I would love for them to do it so soon, but this is important. Like if they, if they get any of this wrong, they're going to blow up stage zero and stage zero is uh, as important as the rocket and the booster, if not more, way more important because they can always build another booster and rocket and uh ship but stage zero took a year to build you know and even though they know how to build it um you know they can't just whip up another one because it takes forever they have to get all the parts they have to you know get everything back together again stage zero has to be 100 percent solid and if booster and ship blow it up and have a rud then there could be some massive damage in their setback months so um S24 is a test candidate ready to explode uh, in space. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's it, they don't care. You know, like they they're going to get the data out of it. That's all they care about. They hope to get a uh, Starlink satellite hopefully popped out of that thing. That would be really cool. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, I think when it launches, I think some tiles will fall off, says Erica Space. Yeah, I think so, too. I think some tiles are going to fall off. I think they're going to have some issues with the tiles for a long time. And just like Falcon 9 and, you know, Falcon 1, you know, like all the, all the like Grasshopper, everything. Like, it's a work in progress. Like, this has never been done before. This is the biggest um, rocket engineering feat that's ever been done by mankind. So 
it's going to take a long time. I, I really wish it were like, you know, the FAA approval for environmental study tomorrow is going to be like, it's, it's a nice step forward, right? SpaceX knows that it's going to be a while before they do this stuff too, before they launch this thing. So um, it's going to be, it's going to be a while. I think they over-tested ship 20 for working out how vacuum engines perform on the vehicle. Ship 24 hopefully tests as fast as SN9 and SN15. That would be cool, Shard. I really hope they do. I know it's a test vehicle, and I know it's a it's like a like a pathfinder for future vehicles as well. And hopefully they launch it, but if they don't, I think they'll get some super important data out of it as far as um one, the heat tiles. <laughs> you know, that would be fairly cool. Um but oh one of my lights is oh i just kicked the thing uh one of my lights just flashed on and off i was like what the heck but i just hit the uh the power button <laughs> um blow it up and switch to florida talent um they might switch to florida i mean they they may switch everything to florida eventually but you know boca chica is going to be a test facility for a really long time um they're going to be the hardest uh, towns are going to be the hardest problem. You guys think it's going to be a hard problem, Brian, for sure. But I don't think it's the hardest problem. I think they'll just eventually they'll, they'll get them right, but it's going to take a while. Um, in the first cryo test last week, S 24 made a bonk and an amount of tiles fell off. Yeah. So who even knows what's going on with ship 24? You know, what was the bonk? You know, what was, what was that all about? What, what what made it bonk? Uh, was there too much pressure? Was you know what are they doing with this thing? So we'll see in the next week because we do have some road closures possibly coming up in the next uh, next few days right here. Tuesday, May thirty first, road closure possible. Closure scheduled for June first. Scheduled for June first. So ten a.m. to ten p.m. Possible new test for Starship. 24 thursday june 2nd possible closure friday june uh 3rd alternative date because if they don't do it on june 1st they'll do it on the second of the or, or the third so um s24 also had a bent pipe yeah there's uh there's some stuff going on here 130 likes holy cow thanks guys appreciate that you are amazing thanks for thanks for hanging out and chatting with me today too it's been a while since i've done a long um live show so thank you thank you for hanging out and just hanging out like that. That's pretty much it. We just hung out today. You know, we talked about space stuff. I, I like these casual conversations more than I do. Like the, um, the newsy, you know, like get right to the point of the news, you know, like I think that's cool too. There's a place for that, but I really do enjoy just having a conversation with you guys and chatting with you guys. Um, and that being said, we have some stuff to do today, run the house. I have to do some work on the house. Uh, I'm hanging out with my dad in New York again. So I'm helping him out. For, through the summer and I'm trying to figure out um, my next steps as far as um, as far as either moving to the Cornell area, staying around here, which is a thing that I might be doing or going to um, uh, going to Florida so I can be near the rocket launchers because I can always travel to Florida. You know, like that's the thing. I really love it up here because there's mountains and rivers and streams and the things that I actually love to be around all the time. And traveling to Florida for launches would be a really, really cool thing. So I'm okay with that. Chard Loudon says, here's a few bucks for a cup of your favorite beverage. We need to support you chatting with us. Thank you so much. That's really, really sweet of you. Thank you. That's really, really nice of you. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate super chats, super stickers, all that stuff. And to you, cheers. 
Dunkin' Donuts. My favorite beverage. Cold brew with a little bit of mocha. Little bit of mocha. Thank you so much. Um, the workers looked quite happy when they first looked inside ship 24 after the test. And someone looked like they were ce celebrating yesterday when the crew lifts finished work all over it. Oh, okay, cool. They were celebrating. I didn't even know that. That's cool. Maybe they're celebrating because they had a day off today. <laughs> they're like, well, it's a holiday. Maybe we're, we're just like, um, just chilling. Bessie Windows says, do you still talk to Jessica? A little bit. We uh, we chat on Twitter a little bit and um, not really. I mean, I saw her at Starbase a bunch, um, but not like because it's like kind of like I don't live there anymore, so I don't see her ever. So she's doing all sorts of other stuff. She's super busy. Like she's always streaming, too. But I go on our streams and say hi and stuff. So she's she's cool, man. I respect her so much as a person and as a, um, you know, as a streamer, man, as a content creator. Um, I respect her so much because she did something similar to me, which was just drop it all and move to Starbase, which for me, that's, that was like the hardest thing, man. It was super tough, super, super tough to do that. So I understand that. Whoa. Thank you so much for the 10 blonde boy 64. Thank you so much. There you go. Oh, there goes my light again. Why did I just do this? So the light, there we go. Let me see if I can fix it. There we go. Got a little light. Thank you so much, Blind Boy, for that super chat. You get a couple starships for that one. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so now we're, uh, how far are we into this thing? About an hour? Hour and 16 minutes? Something like that? So I got to take off, actually. I got a bunch of stuff to do. But thank you, Chard. Thank you, Blind Boy. What else do we got here? What else do we got? Let's see who did what. I got to give you guys some shout outs. Blind Boy, uh, Chard Loden, thank you so much. Alex B, thanks for the sub for the new sub. Chard Loden, thanks for the two super chats. PKA Clan for the $10 super chat. Jeff Francis for the super chat. Jeff, help. I really hope you have a good time at Starbase. And everybody else, I know you're all going, you're all taking your trips. I just got back from there. I take a five day trip away from Starbase, which um, I, I have total FOMO right now, man. I'm like, oh, there's got to be so much cool stuff. I have total FOMO from not being a Starbase right now, but I really want to be there, but I can't, you know. Uh, but uh, thank you, everybody who's supporting the show. Thank you so much for the 136 likes. I thought we were going to get like 50, but we have 136. So cool. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out, man. Uh, if you're not subscribed to the channel, make sure to hit the sub button. It only takes a second. It really helps out the channel. And then we can push forward the ideas of SpaceX and space flight. We can get everybody pumped about it. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to get people excited about space flight and everything in space, everything in space, whether it's SpaceX, whether it's SLS, whether it's ULA, whatever. That's what I'm here for. I've been here for three and a half years. So trying to get to 100,000 subscribers. We're at 88,165 now. So thanks to everybody who's subscribed to the channel today. All of you, uh, amazing. We're doing really good stuff here, and I really do appreciate all of your support. Make sure to check out starshipshirts.com if you want any Starship merch or any space-related merch, because that's our shirt our shirt shop at starshipshirts.com. That's hard to say, man. Why do I? Yeah, I got to figure out a new way to say that because that's tough. So starshipshirts.com. We do it all in-house. Um, Neil and myself built the whole store. All the designs are ours. Neil built all of it and built all the designs and we're we're doing this together. We're trying to make, uh, trying to push out the uh, the idea for people that space flight is cool. 
you know, and it's for everybody. So everybody's included. Everybody's welcome. Come check it out. It's really fun. And let's enjoy this cool stuff together. Uh, thank you, Quendron, for the sub. I appreciate you 100%. I got to get like a sub alert on this show. I think that would be pretty cool. I think that would be a really, really cool thing because I think everybody, you know, like as you're chilling out and watching this stuff, it would be pretty neat to see other people that are interacting and stuff too. So I'll get that. I'll get on that. Um, Hope dad is well passing with. Yeah, he's, he's doing okay. He's doing good. So he's, he's better that I'm here because I can help him do stuff. Like I can, you know, go get groceries, cook him food, stuff like that. Plus I have my dog back, which is really nice. I have Scrappy back, which is really cool. She's around here somewhere. Hopefully she comes over here. Dude, how cool. Scrappy, come here. How long has it been, Scrappers? Come here. I don't know where she is. She's somewhere downstairs. Imagine Starship next to SLS. That might be a thing. Because 39A and 39B are like they're you can get them in the same shot if you use a drone. Um also I have another channel. Can I ask you guys a huge, huge favor if you don't know about this other channel? I'm gonna oh, I spelled that wrong. Um, there we go. I have another channel, Starship Daily, which is kind of my, I'm pivoting that channel from only Starship stuff because I don't live at Starbase anymore. Um, so I'm pivoting that channel a little bit to more, uh, more personal stuff, like more adventure stuff, more wonder stuff, astrophotography, space flight, of course, um, some other stuff too, like journeys around, you know, nature stuff. Like I'd love, I just love to be outside. So anything on there, if you guys could sub to that, that'd be really, really sweet and would really help out that channel and would like watch all the videos and stuff. Because there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, historical videos on that channel from last year from Starbase. So it's cool. If you guys would go check that out, I'm trying to get monetized over there too. So I can just make YouTube my full-time job and I don't have to have a regular job. So if you could do that, that'd be super sweet. Uh, Starship daily, um, on YouTube. So yeah, we got over a thousand subs. Uh, but yeah, it'll be changing up a little bit. It'll be changing up a little bit, not like super crazy, but I'll have some daily stuff. So you get to, you know, get to hang out with me more so than like in a studio. Um, remember tonight, 1am Eastern time media show. I am on Eastern time again too. So that's cool. Yeah, that's dude. I can't wait. Um, blind boy 64 says, I don't have a driver's license. How can I get to Starbase? There's Ubers in Brownsville. So if you fly into, um, if you fly into the Brownsville area, the Brownsville airport, BRO is the airport. You can get an Uber from BRO down to Starbase. So you can just just be like, boop, boop. all right, cool. Come get me. Come pick me up. Take an Uber down to Starbase. Somebody will take you. Yeah, somebody will take you. There's a lot of Uber drivers over there. Um, and yeah, it's going to be cool. Passing wind. I'm going to I'll be out at one o'clock a.m. For, uh, for the meteor shower and I'm hoping to film it. Uh, my camera should be able to pick it up. But I've been doing like like and the other thing is passing wind. I'm going to get into astrophotography more and more. Um, you know, um, sky watching because I, I'm so, it's so wonderful. It's so amazing. And I'm looking for, um, anybody that's into astrophotography that can recommend a nice, uh, astroscope or astrophotography scope that isn't like 
seven thousand dollars <laughs> you know because i was looking at him and i was like oh beginner scope this should be good like this should be a couple hundred bucks i'm like oh fifteen hundred dollars you know and you can all you know you can get the beginner ones which are like they're not they're not great but i want to make this into a thing right i want to put it on my youtube channel and i don't want to start small you know and i i've had telescopes in the past i know how they work um i just want to get like a good astrophotography scope that could help make content for my secondary channel. So I think that'd be really cool. Uh, I think your audience needs some more time to hang out with you doing some AMA or something. Uh, but more often Solaris. Yeah, we do the, um, we do the live shows every, like every week, like three days a week usually. Um, but that's a really good question. A really good, um, idea. Um, some AMA stuff would be pretty cool. I think that's cool. I think that's a good idea. Um, maybe we'll do it on this on the starship daily channel that might be kind of cool too so yeah go check that out starship daily and then sub over there because i'm not sure which channel i'll do it on but it would be neat because i could have like this more like this is more of a a newsy channel so like an ama might not be the proper place here but that's a good good idea though i like that what are your thoughts on spin launch i think it's sweet man i think that's really cool like any way to get stuff into space is pretty cool. I live in Norway and I'm saving as much money as I can for a trip to Starbase. Um, yeah, I hope you make it, man. It's it's wonderful. It's absolutely brilliant. It's it's really neat. Um, I spent almost a year there and I miss it. And it was really jaw-droppingly cool. So I hope you get there. And like every time I talk about it, I smile because like the adventures that I had when I was down there was they were so cool. It's such a cool place. Uh, even though it's really hot, it's really cool, too. It's like <laughs> that's that's all I tell people. I'm like, man, this is like the hottest place ever. I want to go to Texas just to go to Starbase. Yeah, you should. I mean, it's it's a really quick ride from Brownsville International Airport to Starbase. It's like 30 minutes. So you could literally just fly into uh Brownsville International Airport, get an Uber and then have them drive you down to Starbase and have them wait around. You know, they'd be like, okay, I'm gonna I want to stay here for like 30 minutes. You're gonna pay for it, of course, because it's an Uber, or you can rent a car, of course. But um, you know, go down to Starbase for half an hour to an hour or whatever, and then go back to your hotel. There's there's all sorts of options for hotels in Brownsville and the surrounding area because um basically it's a port city. So people need to spend time there that aren't from there. So there's hotels near there in Brownsville, but then there's also hotels on the Island, South Padre Island, a little bit more expensive, not a ton. They're, they're like relatively good priced, you know, uh, the Pearl on South Padre Island. If you stay on there, if you stay there, uh, get like a higher floor so you can see Starbase and ask, ask them when you call them, ask them for a room that faces Boca Chica beach and Starbase because you can see it from your window. They have the patio at the hotel and you can, you can like go out on the patio and you can see it's miles away. Mind you, it's like 10 miles away ish somewhere around there seven to 10 miles away, but it's, you can see Starbase from the Pearl hotel. It's so cool. So if you're going for a launch or something, I would suggest the Pearl hotel. Um, so I am behind a lawsuit for what will Pierce, um, complicated situation but there are uh, a couple environmental groups and religious groups down at the south uh, um 
Boca Chica Beach, they need to use it for public access because it's in the Texas Constitution. But also people want to pray at the river and access to the river is like through Boca Chica Beach. So um, that's pretty much where it's at at this point. But yeah, thanks everybody for hanging out. Thanks for being part of the show. Thanks for continuing to support the show. Thanks for the 147. Like, can we get like three more likes so we can make it even 150? Because I think 147 is a weird number. Uh, that would be really neat if we got three more likes. Uh, let's see. One more. If I was living there, I would have sued all this religious groups. How can someone stop the biggest innovation in the world? Um yeah, unfortunately, you can't sue religious groups like that. <laughs> unfortunately, this is America. Like, we have freedom of religion, and you can practice your religion where and when you want, um, as long as it doesn't impede on other people's uh, rights. So, you know, I don't think, I mean, I don't think you can really, I mean, I guess you could sue them for some stuff, but maybe not for practicing religion. 155, that's a great, um, oh, we just moved to 157. It was a great number for, <laughs> 157 is great too, so thank you. Um Thanks, Will, says Chard. See you soon. Yeah, I'm out of here. I'm exhausted. Um, today is a really great day. Thank you, everybody, for coming back to see the show. I was su I'm was, surprised, to be honest, that everybody showed up today because it was sort of off the cuff. I was like, I just want to talk about this stuff. I want to hang out with people. And I love you guys. So thank you to everybody. 158 likes. Amazing. Two more? <laughs> just, just, make it, just make it 160. Okay. Uh, seriously, Mr. Hop Days, Blind Boy, I agree. Those were fun. So here we go. Let's get out of here. I do have an end screen now. Look at this. End screen. Where is it at? Check this out. These are some people. These are some people that helped out. You have helped out the show tremendously by being supporters of the show, by becoming members of the show. Thank you, Tonic Fox Gaming, Grace Rent. This isn't a full list. This is this is a, a, a shortened list just so we can get it on the screen. And there are plenty more. You can also go to patreon.com slash space news pod. Make sure to subscribe and like to the video because it helps 162 likes. Holy cow. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, 164. Holy cow. It's going crazy. You're amazing. Thank you, everybody, for the help today. Thanks to these special people that have super chatted today. Uh, Quendrin, thank you for the sub. Uh, Blindboy64, thank you for the super chat. Chard, thank you for the two super chats. Alex B, thanks for the sub. Uh, PKA Clan, thanks for the dono. Jeff Francis, thanks for the super chat. Uh, Drag Christ, thanks for the sub. Marsbound, thanks for the sub. James Simon, uh, Dinos Hui. I think that's how you say it. I'm not sure. But thank you for the sub. Everybody, thank you for the subs today. And if you haven't subscribed to the channel, please do so so we can talk more about SpaceX when and if they get FAA approval tomorrow. We'll go live for that. So thank you so much, everybody. Go SpaceX. Go Starship. Erica, you are 100% right. Let's do this. Take care, everybody. Have a great day. 